you think, like I did, that the hardest thing is going to be the getting started, the establishing yourself, the knowing how to pay your bills. You're listening to Small Minded, the podcast that believes being small is a good thing because small steps lead to big impact, small towns have a big heart, and small businesses play a big role in our modern way of life. I'm your host, Molly Knuth, and here at Small Minded, we share stories and strategies to help small towns and small businesses flourish. Here's to a life well-lived, being small-minded. Okay, so we've reached the beginning of the new year, and you are probably reviewing how 2021 went in your business, right? And maybe potentially, possibly, okay, definitely making some plans for how 2022 can be even better. At MKM, that looks like me updating pricing, updating contracts, getting my taxes in line, assessing our profit and loss, and making a game plan to structure services, and offer new programs for 2022. But I didn't start out my first year or even my first four years knowing how to approach this process. Do you? Do you know which areas of your businesses you need to focus on building next year? Do you know which steps to take to make those improvements? Now, as you know, revenue does not equal profit or take-home pay. So how do we grow more than just that gross revenue and actually make money in 2022? Thankfully, my friend Janie Stahl is a fractional CFO and she is an expert in just this type of thing. She helps business owners see that sustainable profitability requires high performance in all areas of their business. And with Janie's expertise, she guides them through the process of analyzing profit, offers, services, products, and time spend so that business owners can work smarter in the exact areas that will keep their businesses working profitably for years to come. And right now, Janie is offering a free assessment to help you determine which area of your business could be improved in 2022. And it's free. In this guide, Janie walks through creating your unique business plan for next year. Well, actually, this year. How is January going so fast already? And we identify specific steps through this guide that you should take to strengthen your business's foundation. By we, I mean me and Janie. Even though she's not sitting next to me at the table as I work through this guide, it feels like she is. So you get the picture. Go to janiestahl.com slash small-minded to download the free assessment today. That's janiestahl.com slash small-minded for more clarity, less confusion, and confidence knowing that you are doing the right things to grow your business in the year ahead. J-A-N-E-Y-S-T-A-H-L dot com slash small-minded is where it's at. And if you'd like to hear more about Janie's story, head to episode 54 of the Small-Minded Podcast for her inspiring tale of entrepreneurship and financial tips for business owners of any size. Hey, listener, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Small Minded Podcast. I know there are millions of business podcasts out there, and I feel really honored that you chose to download and subscribe to this one. This week, I just have had a lot on my mind, and I thought, why not turn to the podcast listeners? Because I'm sure that there are people out there who can feel the same way or identify with these feelings that I've been having. So, 
we're talking today about how business growth and getting older and more established as a business, not only does it come along with some really great things, but also some really hard things too. And so I'm today going to break down a few of the things I've noticed as my business, Molly Knuth Media, has transitioned from a startup, fledgling, young little startup business into what I would now call our teenage years, where we are no longer just trying to prove ourselves and learn the lay of the land and get oriented with business and marketing and the networking that goes along with that. But now we're trying to really like forge our own path and like (laughs) figure out which lessons and advice apply to us and which rules we can break and play around with. So today we are digging into growth of business, the good, the bad, but mostly some of the ugly hard parts that nobody else talks about. (laughs) So tune in. Okay, so there's a statistic out there. Let me actually bring up this actual statistic so I'm not just paraphrasing or guessing. You might hear me typing in my keyboard, what percent of small businesses fail? So according to, all right, I'm clicking into it. Isn't this like the best podcast ever? We're going to keep this. In the audio. Okay. According to data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, as reported by Fundera, approximately 20% of small businesses fail within the first year. By the end of the second year, 30% of businesses will have failed. And by the end of the fifth year, 50% of businesses have failed. When I started my business, Molly Knuth Media, it was totally by accident. You guys have heard this story, and if you haven't, there are a million episodes where I talk about how I accidentally started a business in 2016, early 2017. So when I started my business, it may have emerged as an accident, but there is nothing accidental about it making it through those first five years. I was adamant that if I was going to pursue this, if I was going to invest time money, energy away from my family, it was going to be something that stuck. It was going to be something that worked and I was not going to quit ever, (laughs) but most importantly, not in the first five years because I was not going to be a statistic. So not just as a result of my stubborn attitude, but for a lot of reasons, we did make it past that five-year threshold and I became half that survived. But During those five years, I will say that the first part when I was so scared of like announcing that I had this business, when I was so nervous to put prices alongside of what I offered, when I was so unsure of if what I could do had value and if anybody would become a client, (laughs) regardless of like a long-term client, I thought that at the beginning was going to be the hardest part. I thought the scariest thing I was going to have to do was put myself out there publicly and say, here, look, this is what I have to offer. But what I found is that some of the hardest parts in business ownership and small business entrepreneurial areas, it wasn't really, I am looking at this with like 2020, you know, vision, but the hardest part was not getting started. What I have found has been hardest is knowing where to go and maintaining my vision. Because along the journey of 
going from one year to two years or one year to three years or one year to five years, not only are you going to have to put yourself out there publicly, but you also have to navigate the ship. You have to do the actual doing of the job that you started the business to do. And you have to cast vision for where you're going. You have to create values that keep you oriented. You have to develop a mission. You have to bring people on board so that you can see this mission through. And through all of that, you're not only doing the thing, which in my case was social media marketing, but you're also running the books and making sure that you can pay your team and that you are networking and you're finding mentors and finding coaches and marketing yourself and learning what are the things that you have to say yes to and what are those things that you want to say no to. And I've found that making those decisions has been so, so hard. And in the past, I would say in 2021, I was so nervous in 2020 at the emergence of the pandemic. Like, seriously, I sat on my couch. I can remember the date that I sat on my couch and I just cried. And I was like, I'm never going to survive this. I know that's now uh, like Tiger King meme. I'm never going to financially recover from this. But seriously, I'm like, if this is so detrimental to small business and my business does business with other small businesses, there's no way I'm going to make it through 2020. But I did. And then what I found was that in 2021, I don't know if you guys can identify with this, it felt like I was on a treadmill. And in 2020, at the beginning of the pandemic, the treadmill got turned down to like a slower pace, like a walking pace. As everybody just tried to figure out like, okay, how are we going to pivot? What's our business going to do? How are we going to make it through this season of closures or shipping time extensions and all of the new guidelines that we have to follow? So it became less of like a slow pace on the treadmill for me as I waited for my small business owners to find their way and then tell me what they needed to market on this new path. And then in 2021, I felt like we went from a slow pace back to like our regular pace. And then in 2021, we got turned up. And not only did we get turned up to a faster pace, but the incline and resistance got turned way up too. As we tried to make up for lost time amidst all of these continuing ongoing changes and pivots that were happening as a result of the pandemic. And I just really felt like in 2021, that was more of the survival mode that I didn't see coming at the beginning of 2020 when all of the pandemic things happened initially. And as I talked to other small business owners, there were people in my immediate network who had this same feeling like 2021 was just a fast paced go and almost burn yourself out kind of year. And when I look back on what I did in 2021, I am so thankful for all of the gifts that 2021 gave us because we did have record-setting months of downloads of the podcast. We had record-setting months as far as revenue brought in. We had a record-setting year in revenue of the business. We brought on new team members and it was so, so awesome. New clients, everything. But the pace of it was just so fast and I didn't know that that was going to be the pace at the onset of 2021. And when I think about myself in 2021 and the feelings that I was having as the business owner during that year, as we had all of these growth opportunities, I said yes to a lot of things. And I said yes to um, new client opportunities, trying out new marketing offers, 
um, I just said yes because I was like, I want to help businesses and I want to grow. And so in saying yes, it did allow and afford us these growth opportunities. But I found myself becoming more like one foot on each, like almost if there was a crevice and there were these two pieces of land and my foot was on one piece of land and the other as this crevice got bigger and bigger and bigger. And the one piece of land was like the doing of the work. What I set out to do when I started this business of social media marketing, I was doing that last year and I was creating reels and I was creating podcasts and I was designing posts and scheduling them on behalf of my clients. But this other foot on this other side of the crevice was me as the leader of my business. As our team grew, as our client roster grew, as our options for service grew, there had to be somebody at the helm who was organizing everything. And that was me as well. And so during this growth phase of 2021 at this five-year mark of our business, I found myself at this weird state of like, am I in the doing phase of the business or am I in, and this phrase makes me cringe because I feel like it's overused, but I have no better way to say it. Or am I in CEO mode where I am kind of a little bit more removed from the actual doing in order to keep everybody moving forward, in order to keep our clients um, satisfied and moving their social media pages in the direction of their goals? Am I keeping all of our team members moving in the right direction and keeping communications open with them? Am I working in ways that I want our our business to grow so that we can look five years in the future and say, this is where we're going? And in this phase of 2021, being one foot on each piece of land was really hard because I was working like especially as I look at November and December, but I remember like through vacations that we took as a family last year, I was working in the mornings, like before everybody else woke up. And in November and December, I there were mornings where I'd wake up at 3.30 and I'd think about my to-do list and I'd come to my desk and I'd work for 12 or 14 hours. And I know that's not unique to my situation. I know there are a lot of other business owners out there too who are doing that and just doing the work that needs to be done. And I know that I've heard from a million different business podcasts and read books that that leads to burnout. And so what I was feeling at the end of the year was like, I just ran a marathon. I just survived a marathon, but I am not doing that marathon again. (laughs) And so as I set out to look ahead at 2022, it was not only like setting goals for revenue and team members and clients that we can help, but it was also how do I want this business to grow not only in numbers and metrics on a piece of paper, but also in how we make our customers feel, how I feel as the person who like is leading this organization. How do my team members feel? Do they feel like they're involved and like making a difference too, or do they feel like they're just checking off tasks that I give them? So it became a very different perspective and a shift of my mindset as we opened this year. Whereas in 2021, I think I was just dedicated to growth, growth, doing, doing, tasks, check, task, check. And now in 2022, I'm saying, okay, 
We can still do that, but how can we do it in a way that is sustainable, manageable for everybody? Everybody feels connected and like they have a purpose in this organization. And that ultimately makes our customers and clients feel that they are valued and that they have come to the right place to help them get their goals achieved. And throughout all of this journey where we started talking about how certain businesses don't get beyond a certain point, I think that a lot of businesses start because they have a great idea. They have passion for what they do. They have a skill or a talent and they grow a business around it. And that's great, but passion can kind of like flame out, you know? And so what keeps a business going? What allows you to make it to three, five, 10, 20 years? I don't know the secret to it. I'm still figuring it out. But I think having that figure it out mentality and that curiosity and that like reflectiveness to say, this is how we did it. This is how we felt about it. And this is how we're going to make some pivots, whether they be large or small, so that we end up where we want to go. I am reading this book right now called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he gave a very striking image in a passage that I read yesterday. But he had an example of how if a plane takes off from Los Angeles with the goal of going to New York, if the nose of that plane is shifted just less than a foot, it will take them seven degrees south to Washington, D.C. And so at the beginning of that journey, that like being just slightly off target doesn't seem that major, right? But if we go a long distance, we can end up in a place that's very different from where we set out to go. And last year in the growth phase that we really had here at MKM, there was a time about mid-year where I looked up from my like long Asana list of tasks and thought to myself, is what I'm doing right now aligned with where I ultimately set out to go? Because at the beginning in 2017 of MKM, I put together this business values chart of what we really valued as a business of MKM and where I wanted to go at our 10-year anniversary, where I wanted to be, what I wanted the business to do. And last year, mid-year, when I looked up from just doing the tasks, I can honestly say, no, I was not moving in the right direction. The nose of my plane had taken a detour, and I don't know where the hell I was taking this plane, but just checking tasks off in order to fulfill these, like, in my case, posts that I needed to do, they were not going to get me to this point of helping businesses grow. I was fulfilling things. I was doing the things, but I wasn't doing things in a way that got us to our overall mission as a business at MKM. And I think that a lot of people can identify with that on the other end of this podcast too, where you get caught up in seasons of your business or in seasons of life where you're going through the motions and you have an a never-ending to-do list and you can feel like you barely keep your head above water. And when you do look up, you're like, how the hell did I get here? But it takes stepping back and being reflective and curious and tracing all of the steps that got you to that point in order to know what your next steps are. And in life, in business, 
there's a lot of times where we don't know what that next step looks like or what is the next right step. But I'm confident that if I stay curious and if I come back to that concept of that 10-year vision and aligning what we're doing to the goals and making sure that those goals are in line with the people that we're working with, whether on the client roster or on my team, if I keep all of that in line, then we are going to get to where we want to go. And when you're setting out to start a business, you think, like I did, that the hardest thing is going to be the getting started, the establishing yourself, the knowing how to pay your bills. All of that is hard. But I think it's the continuing and the staying on the right track and on the right path that proves to be difficult along the way. Throughout the journey of business growth and different seasons, you will also continue to run into this question, or maybe it's just me, but am I ready for this? Is my business ready to get to this next level? Am I the right person? Who am I to be talking about this? Who am I to have a business about this? You will continue to have these thoughts along the way, no matter where you are. And when I talk to business mentors and coaches, like they have the same thoughts too. But again, it comes back to, are you living in the values of the business you created? Are you pointing in the direction that you'll ultimately want to go? Are you caring for the people? And then the rest will take care of itself. I truly believe that. So I feel like I just rambled and I didn't really come up with anything (laughs) solid to share with you other than if you are somebody who is at a season in your life or in your business where you're like, I don't know what's going on, then I challenge you to just take a step back sometime in the next few days and just write down like what is your manifesto? That's what we call it here at MKM. What is the thing that guides us? What are those things that we believe? And at MKM, for us, it's we believe that small businesses are the backbones of small towns. And when small businesses can flourish, it gives them the opportunity to care for the youth group, to sponsor that event, to bring people to the town and show off all the cool things that you have to do. And we believe here that social media, digital marketing, utilizing marketing strategies gets small businesses in small towns to where they want to go. And when I come back to that list of values and those beliefs that we have at our core of the company, then I can tell better if the decisions and the opportunities that I have in front of me in my never-ending list of ideas, if those align with what I set out to do. And along the way, maybe you do need to change that manifesto. But for me, it is our guiding line, our map to where we want to go. And if I make decisions based on those values, I know that those decisions are going to be the right ones. So I hope that you in the next few days can find some time to list out your values, your manifesto, and use that to be your guide in decisions and in seasons of growth that are fun and present so much exciting things, but also a little bit hard too. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for being here. I'm going to end on that note because I don't even know what I just talked about for the last 25 minutes. But if you have questions, absolutely anytime, feel free to reach out to us at Small Minded Podcast on Facebook or on Instagram. Or you can head over to at Molly Knuth Media on Facebook and Instagram. 
ask questions, share ideas, and just chat with somebody who's been where you are too. (laughs) Totally. I know I've probably been in a situation and I can identify with wherever you're at. So I will talk to you all next week. We'll have another exciting edition of the podcast. It's actually going to be using some of your stories, listeners. So make sure you come back next week for Small Town Love Stories, and I will be in your ears very soon. Bye-bye. We don't keep it a secret here. Our goal at Molly Knuth Media is to make social media marketing easier, more fun, and more engaging for small town small businesses. So to do just that, in 2022, we released a 12-month done-for-you social media content calendar to make this year your business's best year yet. With this pre-planned strategic calendar, you can plug and play your own graphics, photos, stories, and info to create social media posts that actually work. You'll feel more confident in your posts, knowing that they are working for you to drive more awareness and sales for your business. So what exactly do you get with your purchase? 12 months of planned content strategically selected for engagement, growth, and let's face it, real life for small town business owners. I mean, who wants to be posting on a Saturday afternoon in July? Not me. 12 months of blank calendars for you to build social around your own schedule and customize our plans for you. Monthly Canva templates to help you make designs more efficiently and professionally. A bonus of 50 plus engagement boosting social media prompts that you can plug in anywhere to your strategy. Another bonus, my 10-day launch schedule so you know exactly how to promote your new product or service offer in 2022. And each month, I'll show up in your inbox with a tutorial for how to implement that month's plans. Okay, so this has to be like a huge investment of your time, your resources, your money, right? Nope. All of this can be yours for just $97. So head over to mollyknuthmedia.com shop if this sounds like the tool you've been waiting for. That's mollyknuthmedia.com shop for your 12-month best year ever 2022 social media content calendar. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Small Minded Podcast, the place on the internet where we celebrate small towns, small businesses, and the people who love them. If you enjoyed this episode, we would be forever grateful to have a review of your experience over on iTunes, Spotify, our website, or wherever you tuned in today. And as always, we welcome you sharing this podcast with your friends and family on social. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Small Minded Podcast or at mollyknuthmedia.com slash podcast. Please go out, make today a good one. Take a small step towards a bigger impact. Here's to a life well lived, being small-minded. <laughs>